I said I wasn't going to do any editing, and I just realized I don't know why or how this film got made. That was the Book of Daniel, and this is Godfellas! Hello, everybody, and welcome to Godfellas, the podcast that sometimes does their research. I'm Mr. Zach. I'm your favorite teacher, Hannah. And I'm Mr. Jimmy. That's right. And we are back in class. We are back in school. School is back in session. We're back to school. (laughs) Denim. Cool. Please tell me you've seen that commercial, people. Jimmy, have you seen that commercial? Jimmy, have you seen that commercial? Which, which, there's, there was so Get much that was just happening. Is it the one where a, they're in the pool and the, the lady's no. like, I get all my shopping online? No, 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 no. no. This is old. This is, oh, no. uh, a, like a local mall released a, um, a commercial. It's this little girl on a microphone in front of a carousel at a mall, like, East Hills, we're back to school. And then it's just a bunch of different people talking about what the mall has. So it's like, denim. Backpacks, Haircut. backpacks, come get your backpacks. Boots Idiots, and pants pretzels. and boots and pants. Yeah, yeah, it's very much that. Get yeah. yourself an outfit. Uh-huh. Um, and it's so cringy, but it's... Everyone look up East Hills Back to School on YouTube, okay? I would yeah. say we'll link put a link notes. in the show notes. I don't know if we will. <laughs> Can you? All right, so we're back. We, again, uh, if you enjoyed last week's episode... We played some games and kind of, you know, did a, you know, like the VBS right before you go back to school. We'll, we'll, we'll say that. And um, you might be wondering, why are we doing a movie already? Because we said that we wanted to support our friends um, in SAG. We wanted to support the WGA. We wanted to um, support all the guilds. Um, and this movie, I watched the credits. I did the research has no affiliation with uh sag or writers guild i again i watched the credits i did research and could not find any evidence so it's it's not surprising but uh you know the real reason we're doing this movie is recently i took the teens at the uh youth ministry place that i work at to the mall for a scavenger hunt and they wanted to go to barnes and noble and i was like i'm gonna look at the criterion collection and just kind of sitting next to the Criterion Collection ever so quietly was this movie, The Book of Daniel. Now, I'd seen this one years and years ago and did not remember it. So I was like, oh, that'll be interesting. And I think we're allowed to talk about it. And I texted Hannah. She said, do it. I texted Jimmy. He said, do it. So that is why we're back with uh, The Book of Daniel this evening. Uh, Yeah. Woo. <laughs> So and can I clarify y- the East yes. Hills commercial is also not affiliated? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't think it's not. But so, so Jimmy, here help help me. Uh, we didn't get to talk about to Jimmy about uh, his summer at all. I we just kind of saw Jimmy somewhat recently. Listening audience, he came out and played with the Honey Initiative. Yes, he and did. And we had a beautiful, marvelous time together. But uh, Jimmy, how's your summer been? 
yeah summer was a great time uh it was fun kicking off the summer with family so my parents were out for about 10 ish days to celebrate maggie's birthday and then marcy's parents were there for that time i uh, got to do we did a little two week sort of a day camp pilot at our church so we're really trying to get single family single parent families working families a safe sure. space to bring their kids for the summer because daycare is expensive. It's crazy. And the day camps around here are asking for quite a lot. I know there are scholarships, but we want to fit that that market. So it was really, I think it was a success. I don't know how we scale it. That's what this whole year is about. And then I got to teach ukulele at music camp, which was super duper fun for the so week. So fun. Yeah. And then a couple of weeks after that, I got to hang out with some besties at LEAD and Played bass for the Honey Initiative, which was a wonderful time. And uh, then we wrapped up the summer with a little bit of family time as well. Uh, Marcy's family was out all last week. And really, my school year, my program year, school year at the Salvation Army in Tiffin just starts now. Yes. So we had Kids Club <laughs> yesterday. So we uh, things have officially started. Nice. Wow. So, so, Jimmy, help me get in your headspace oh, for, yeah. for a second. You don't hear from the the Godfellas as a podcast for a while, mm -hmm. um, and then the first thing is me texting you a picture of the movie, The Book of Daniel. Uh, what what were you what were you thinking? Yeah, Take me through your thought process. Yeah, it was fun. So, uh, listening audience, because you will have information that I did not have before I got that text, because the episode hasn't released, because I asked Zach, did y'all do the thing? And then he said, eh, I'm working on it. So I didn't know about the uh, the SAG strike and the the solidarity there. So I thought we're, we're starting a new program year, a new school year. <laughs> and we, like good Christians, like good Christians, we are going to start with a book, with a movie about the word. So we're going to we're going to go mm. through Daniel. So, yeah, I, I don't know. I've there if you've listened enough, if you've been friends with us virtually for a while, you know that there are sort of categories of movies. So, yeah, this is a Bible. I wouldn't say an epic. What is a more modern middle word for epic? This is a Bible movie, a Bible <laughs> pick. Yeah. And uh, with that, things could be super duper great. Things could be super duper not. So we'll talk about it and we will talk about it. Yeah. Now, now going in, what was your, uh, and for Hannah too, what was your, I guess, familiarity with the story of, well, I mean, specifically the, the book of Daniel. So I remembered, gosh, I think we read through the book of Daniel when I was in third grade, which seems really young. Um, but I, I, I've always had this kind of sense of like, we know about the lion's den. We know about Shadrach, Meshach and Abednego. Um, but I knew in the back of my mind, like, oh, there's a lot more that happens in Daniel than that, which I'm not sure if everybody is aware of. Like, I, I that's not it's not really a book that I think a lot of people take a lot of time on. But there's a lot of good stuff in there. Like, I even knew of the story of the writing the hand, like with the hand on writing on the wall. Um, so I was a little bit familiar with that, which um, it was exciting to see. That's always that's always been like a cool story to me. That's always been like. Um, one that I told that to Zach watching it yesterday, but it's always jumped out to me as like cool things that happen in the Bible. 
hand shows up out of nowhere and writes on the wall. That was my Bobby Newport's never had a real job in his life. <laughs> that was that voice. <laughs> Good. I, I, anyway, yeah. Uh, so that was that was my experience with the Book of Daniel. All right. And and Jimmy, I mean, I know that you went to seminary and had a year for Old Testament and New Testament. Was this was this a story or was this a book that was a particularly memorable to you or you know? Yeah. Um and it's funny that you said that for sure. It it really was and that time was really formative now towards my understanding of the book of Daniel like Hannah. I didn't maybe not have read the book of Daniel in 3rd grade, but you know, Daniel's an interesting character because he's got a lot of Sunday school or at least common-ish stories that your church attenders would know or have talked about, heard a sermon, or even just yeah. kind of quote, like uh, the ones that Hannah said and even the the Daniel fast where he's like, all right, we're going to eat such and such for a few for a little while, and then you compare us to your guys after a while. And uh, we actually did that story for our vacation Bible school, which was food truck themed. So that was kind of fun. So that's nice. still fresh in my mind. So all that stuff, Daniel's a cool character. And what I've always been interested in since seminary was, you know, I've read through the book of Daniel a few times, Bible reading plans, listening to it, um, the Daily Radio Bible podcast, right? I've, I've, I've done it. I've been in it. And I always forget that the last two or three chapters of Daniel are a wild ride. And when I saw the picture of that, I was like, we're not going to get to the, e the, the lion with eagle's wings. What's the angle here? So... Yeah, I think it's a, a cool story. And in seminary, we really studied those last two or three chapters. And that was kind of fun, too, because I just always blew past that for even forgot, like archangels and stuff like that. Yeah. Can I ask a slightly off topic question? Always. Can I say? Is that okay? Yeah. Uh, Jimmy, just real quick. Was there a book of the Bible when you were studying in seminary that like really jumped out to you? Like of like, ooh, I'm very excited to be learning about this. Yeah. Um, I would say uh the book of Ruth was a fun one because mm. you know, it's it's really it's really hard. Um, mainstream, mainline, stuff like that. It's always treated, I felt like with feminine hands, like, oh, that's the women's Bible study thing. They're gonna mm. be studying mm, the book of Ruth. Mm -hmm. It wasn't I don't think I've heard any sermons. And if I have I, I don't I can't remember them. So that was really fun to to go around. Uh, Book of Esther was also really fun as well, just because once again, my experience, I didn't I was never really taught about that stuff. I would read through the book and maybe we'd, you know, mention it in passing, but to really deep dive into it, it's just an experience that I I hadn't had. So those two very much jumped out to me. Um, yeah. And then. I really, really, really liked the book of Judges after it was explained that it's a downward spiral. And that's where my favorite yeah. Old Testament story of Ehud and stabbing the king in the belly is. So that was fun, too. So those three <laughs> mm -hmm. books, I think, were ones that two never really talked about or was taught about. So that was fun. And then Judges, it was fun learning more about uh, just Gideon and Deborah and learning about some of the other Absolutely. judges and the cool things they do. Yeah. Thank, I love that point you just made about, you know, you know, it's it's great to read those stories that maybe we've classified as like, oh, yeah, that's for the women's group or that yeah. book's for the men's group. Like, They're going to read right. Susie Q's Ruth Bible study. Yeah. Just the woman. Right, just the woman. There's nothing, men, Round there's nothing for you in here. There's nothing. Round of applause for uh, Jimmy standing up for women's rights. Anyway, we, we solved it, everybody. Something. We solved it. <laughs> we solved it. <laughs> Mission accomplished. All it took Sorry. was a man. 
So Zach, why don't you talk about your experience with the Book of Daniel? Well, it's funny you were you were saying women's rights, and I was about to say, uh, and speaking of women's rights, this movie. Then I was like, are there two women who talk to each other in this movie? And I was like, were there any women in this movie? I don't think so. I was like, oh no, the 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 um, party girls. Like, That's right. But I was like, or whatever. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, but it was directed by a lady. Um, no, I mean, Dan, Jimmy kind of hit the nail on the head with the Book of Daniel, which is that like for such a I guess by comparison, short book to the other books in the Bible. I mean, we really get a lot of stories, you know, like I, I feel like I, the Daniel fast, even when you brought that up, I was like, there's more, but I feel like kind of a lot of the big things you talk about in church, like uh, Nebuchadnezzar's dream, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, like all the things we were saying. And then the, I think what I really like about Daniel is, and then there's more, <laughs> you, you know what I mean? Um, so I, I, it's interesting. I, I think it's, it might be one of my favorite books. Um, I, I think I'd have to give that a little more, you know, thought and consideration before I could fully declare that. But every time I do a Bible study in Daniel, it seems to either be very biblically sound or, you know, people trying to turn it into the story of, I don't know, I, I'm, I'm just going to be blunt. I do hear a lot of people using this to um, propel persecution complex in America. Like, there's a lot of people like, Daniel wasn't afraid to stand up to the king. Just like, you know, mm. you got to tell your coworkers that you're a Christian too. I was like, we're, we're talking about... Completely different things here. Like I'm, I'm sorry, and you know, I, I guess we'll we'll talk about it when we get into the movie. But this is one where I, I've kind of seen it go both ways, and it's really beautiful when people look at the story and do it right, and when people turn it into like, "Will you let them throw you in the lion's den? Let's see it." And it's like we're talking about going to school, like you know, you know, you know what I mean. Like so, it and it's one especially especially when the movie starts and the people putting it out are pure flicks, which, I mean, let's be honest, they have a track record of being the Apostle Peter and the Last Supper people who, you know, all the bad guys are atheists and the... Um, God's not the, dead. God, I mean, God's not dead kind of speaks for itself, but also the Samson people. So it's kind of like this movie, like, it already has a lot against it in my mind before it starts. So like literally the the first note and the first thing I said to Hannah was, what if this is good? <laughs> you, you know what I mean? Like, what if this is good? And that's what we're going to talk about tonight, uh, if this movie is good or not. So usually I would walk through the plot. The movie is basically what it says it is. It is the book of Daniel, which immediately I was... I wrote down in my notes, what is this movie's point going to be? Because I was like, there's not, I don't know if there's kind of one big takeaway from the book of Daniel other than like Daniel's faithfulness, maybe, you know, like, or the fact that he just never, I guess that his faithfulness is never, you know, giving up, but. I thought it was interesting that the movie's angle was the four kings. I thought that was kind of a cool idea for, uh, you know, for how they were going to tell the story. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't think I was expecting that either. And it was a nice kind of way to break it up because, you know, you, once I see part one in a movie, I'm waiting for when part two shows up, you know, unless it's like everything everywhere all at once. And it's a really good movie. And I forget that there's a second part, you know? Um, yeah. Just an example. I would say 
I was, yeah, no, I wasn't excited um, to watch it because we know what we do here, people. We know. Yeah. So um, I will say the vibe felt different than most Pure Flix movies that we watch, like just from the beginning. And that could be because it's 10 years old. Um, well, so is like Apostle Peter, and so is, you know what I mean. Like it's in the company of those other movies we just mentioned, and you know maybe it's the direction. I I was so shocked to find out it was directed by a woman. I really was. Which like great, we love that. We mm-hmm. we we want more female directors. Um, I don't, Jimmy. Did you feel that the vibe was different with this movie? Because I'm curious because yeah. we haven't really asked you about it yet because you know we're doing the show. But yeah, um, it is a different vibe. It is, if you told me that Samson and this movie were produced by the same company, I would believe you because they're both biblical, but it doesn't look like it. Like, sure, sure. No, I, the I production quality is much different. Yeah, yes, and yes. It, and then like you said, the whole vibe, the whole feel of the movie is is different. Uh, I want to, you know, as we've said before, like this is the beginning of a new season, so a bunch of those disclaimers, like we never like punching down, like this is someone's right, project, right. unless it's actively harmful looking at you god's not dead but this movie <laughs> i don't think is actively harmful uh mm. gentle hands it Ooh, it was good yeah it was i i enjoyed the movie it wasn't entertaining that's it jimmy what a great way to put it because because i've been thinking about like how do i want to bring this up because i'm almost like i'd love to do the negatives and the positives but unfortunately like you can't really separate them like that. This movie, I'm going to be honest and it's going to sound like I'm joking. I'm not. This movie made me sad and not sad. Like it's bad, not sad. Like we shouldn't watch it, but it's like, you know what? Like this movie doesn't have like a political insidious underbelly. This movie doesn't have like some other like overarching dangerous message. This is someone who just wants to tell the story of Daniel. And you know what? Like, They made me want to go back and read the book of Daniel again and made me think about it. And what made me sad, though, is that the limitations of this movie, I would say, are 95% in the budget. Just that the movie does not have the money to be to be taken seriously, you know, because there, there were moments where you where you see a shot and it it's really not very good CGI and, and you start laughing and then all of a sudden you're like, Oh, time to stop taking the movie seriously. Or they do like a title screen that looks like it doesn't fit and you start laughing or the score doesn't quite fit. Mm-hmm. So it's one of those things where I'm like, man, it, it makes me sad because the people who made it, it seems like they had the best and purest intentions and it's being muddied by the lack of production value, which mm-hmm. stems from the lack of budget, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I truly, and I was going to wait towards the end to say this, but I'll say it now. I honestly, and Zach already knows this, I felt convicted watching this film, not because I thought it was great, because I would agree with Jimmy that it was not entertaining, Yeah, but I felt sad and convicted as well because it truly showed through that this is just a genuine movie about the story of Daniel. Is it the best movie I've ever seen? No. Is it for me? No. But I felt bad at how harsh I was being because I could tell that someone really cared about this. 
And I, I felt badly about how harsh I've been sometimes on this show. Now, I'm not changing well, I, my, I was, who I am on this show, but I'm saying like, I, I, it was almost like I had a moment of like, oh, I don't think I'm doing the right thing by being too hard on this film. Well, can I ask you, uh, sure, I get that, but can I ask you a question? Mm-hmm. What movies in the past would you specifically cite that you would say you've been too harsh towards? Because I kind of thought the same thing, but looking back on the catalog, a lot of it was like, I don't think we've really encountered a movie like the book of Daniel. That is by all, by all critical lenses, that is not a good movie, but is also not like a movie that I would say people shouldn't watch. Like I would say, if you want to show this one in your church's fellowship hall, like, you know, there's going to be, it's going to be hard to take it seriously, but it means well. And I don't know that we've had, a movie like that on this show it's either like you know the chosen has the money or i mean it's gotten the funding to kind of be taken seriously and well made or and like the passion of the christ is able to be taken seriously so you can kind of judge it then you know the shortcomings are of the filmmakers and how they chose to use whatever this is i think genuinely the first time that we're in this situation yeah actually i don't know um <laughs> Maybe like, um, I don't know. First thing that came to my mind is Only God Can, but I honestly can't even remember that fever dream of a movie. No, that movie is um, harmful also. It was pretty harmful, I think. Yeah. yeah, I think everything I've really been harsh on has been truly harmful. Um, maybe some of the kid shows Yeah, a little, uh, yeah. Too, a little too harsh on. More but... laughing with, though. Like, you know. Sure, I would agree. Yeah. Like, what was I laughing at? I, there were moments I was laughing at, at the movie last night. and I The just, CGI. Yeah, I just said to Zach, like, it's just goofy. Like, I'm not trying to be like, it's awful. I just, it's, it, it just makes me laugh. Like, <laughs> the lions, it makes me laugh. I am looking at, I am looking at my notes. I'm like, they are obsessed with this CG cut shot of the castle. <laughs> the castle. Like, yeah. They and- did refer to the castle one too many times. That yeah. shot of like, what's the elf place in Lord of the Rings called? Uh, the White Castle of Minas Tirith. Is that it? Oh, Rivendell. Rivendell. Yeah, yeah, yeah it yeah. looked a little too much like like yeah, let's place. show the Rivendell shot again. Yeah. Well, <laughs> we well, it's weird. It it's weird because we read a review on IMDb before, and someone was like really singing this movie's praises, praises, and like the thing that they were the most hung up on was like no CG, and I was like, yes, CG. <laughs> they were like no unnecessary special effects. Yeah. Yeah. And I was so, like, I don't know, the silhouette to let's see the faces in the fire was a yo. little much. <laughs> and that's, but again, that's the thing. Like that scene, they didn't, they didn't really like add any moment where, um, you know, the king looks at the camera and goes like, "They're bowing to idols, but there's not even idols. I'm an atheist." Like it was just like it was basically like kind of a, a Cliff Notes version of what's in the script, of what's in the scripture, um, and then. It cuts to them in the furnace, and it like it. You're right. It just looks so silly, and like again, then we're out of the movie and we're laughing at it. So, um, I mean, I don't, I don't want to say don't make the movie if you can't afford it because it is. I believe every dollar is on screen. Mm-hmm. Counterpoint to the the quality thing. You were talking about the little CGI shots of the landscapes and stuff. I yeah. was it great? No, but to me, it was kind of charming. It felt like a callback to the old movies where they would paint a mural. <laughs> oh, and yeah. you knew that, yeah. you know, uh, 
Kansas, uh, Wizard of Oz place doesn't exist, but if you get a really wide shot of a canvas, you can kind of tell. But yeah, it was low budget, but I thought it, yeah. I thought it was charming. Yeah, it's a good way to put it. Yeah, uh, I'm looking at my notes because again, it, yeah, yeah. Go ahead, Jimmy. Can we explain a, a little bit about the plot to the to the listener if you haven't seen it yet? It's on Tubi. It's free. Um, the the whole setup of the movie, I just wanted to make a note about, and I feel like this is a good time because we're at the yeah. generally the beginning. The outline of the book is uh, the outline of the movie is uh, you have Daniel and he's talking to a king who we later do they explicitly say he's Cyrus? They do. They say it's King Cyrus. Okay, gotcha. Okay, so miss on that part. Which again, to me, when we watch movies like this, it's always with Bible in hand. So I was like, where is this? And then I flip to the end, eagle with or lion with eagle's wings. Blah 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 ends. Okay, it's not in here. So then Google did this happen. So then um, just for the listener, it's yeah, you are I, th- I think it's still responsible because Joseph- Josephus, is yeah. the historian, recounts of this meeting potentially being play- uh, taking place. So Cyrus goes and then he's greeted by someone who they believe to be Daniel. So that's the framework of the story as if a what if, but also a good place to hang the the story on. How did you feel about the back and forth nature of the book? Is it a good bridge from his only son, which kind of takes place towards Abraham's end of life, right? Is that how it went? I forgot. Yeah. Was that a flashback yeah. movie? Um, n- no, I think it was straightforward. And then it ends oh yeah, the straightforward cross. mountain, yeah. mountain, mountain, uh, mountain climb, but with yeah. flashbacks of how we got. Yes, okay. yes, yes. Yeah, no, it's it's interesting because there were. There were times I was like, stop with the retrospective. And then at the, by the end of the movie, I was like, I really like the retrospective. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, and then I think this is one, the big note I took away is I wish that they were inspired by other movies. You know, because Cyrus gave me serious, like, Godfather vibes like very much like i can sit down and i can have a conversation with you and appear very civil but cross me and like i will destroy you in the most evil way so that's one where i was like you know man if they really kind of had like you know something cool they wanted to do with the camera that would harken back to like an old school mafia movie but you know they're still in in this time period i Uh i was like man i would love some like cinematic inspiration behind some of these choices because i think that would really make those scenes pop because you know they do just sit there and talk to each other but i thought the actor who was playing cyrus was actually quite good Mm -hmm. so i i think i liked it once we stopped cutting back to young daniel because those Mm -hmm. felt like two completely different movies to me Mm -hmm. well i have a bone to pick with not this movie because the retrospective thing ended up working but Mm -hmm. christian movies in general why is every every movie about a Bible character, retrospective. Why is it always looking back on their like? Think about it. Yeah. Let's name some examples. Class. Except if Apostle it's a, Peter. If it's, a, if it's a passion movie, it's yep, and it's continuous. Yeah. yeah. It. They don't all Samson? need to be. Was Samson? It. I don't Samson think it was. was narrated, but yeah. Oh, okay. Um. It. It doesn't always. It doesn't always need to be retrospective and i would just like to see the story just Mm -hmm. start to finish and again it paid off for this one it did so Mm -hmm. i'm not talking but but it brought up a good point because it was the first this was the first time i realized um that i felt that way 
So yeah. I, that's yeah. why I'm bringing it up. Yeah, I mean, and and I do want to say, I think, and Jimmy, I'd be really curious to hear your thoughts. The movie has, the characters talk too much in this movie. Like, there's too much dialogue, and they just go on and mm -hmm. on. And I was like, oh, my God gosh the scene with the eunuch where they're like um you know how are the how how's the meat prepared and i don't know if that i don't recall if it's biblical that he goes and explains it's sacrificed in, like, um, all, yeah yeah I, I don't recall that that's the that that's what it is so i don't want to mm -hmm. speak out of school here but in the movie when he just keeps going on and on i was like i think it would have hit harder if he just had a moment where he was like well, i don't know you know <laughs> like or just something like mm. You know, and then it cuts to them like, oh, well, we're going to, you know, play it safe, you know, or whatever. Or like, I don't know, even if they had like played that as like the guys, re I guess they do play it like he's really into it. But I don't know. It's just one of those things like so much dialogue and they talk and it's like, yeah. we, we got it. We yep. got it. Keep he's a dude at the food truck who is super proud that he gets his all his groceries from the local farms. And he'll tell you like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. What's going on. He's, yeah. He didn't. He's quick not little, cook. He's not cooking. <laughs> quick little story time. Uh oh. This summer, Zach and I went uh, to a camp to direct a a show, like a, a theater production, <laughs> with the, with these kids in a week. I know and exactly what story you're about to tell. We had this wonderful child who was in our in our show, but we we noticed kind of, and he did a great job. We noticed halfway through the week, though, he would kind of like, and he only had a week to memorize his lines, so like it's not his fault. But we noticed he would kind of ad lib on the end of his lines. So like his line was. Jafar got what he wanted, phenomenal cosmic powers, itty bitty living space. But he would always say like, for Jafar got what he wanted, phenomenal cosmic powers, itty bitty living space, for that is his consequence. For when he committed that sin, this is what he ended up with. Folks, can I invite the worship team back up? <laughs> See, when you and I, like, and not, not all of that, no, but I'm very much like just kind of, yeah. <laughs> but that is exactly what this dialogue felt like. Like, just like, you know, when you write an essay and then you have to go back and you're like, oh, this is like, I, I'm like vamping too much. I just need to cut all these words. Mm. There's a reason we cut our sentences down. I'm not trying to make all these education connections, but. Well, well, so now. We are back to school. You know, Hannah, I am going to, I am going to say something. It seems like the screenwriters read the, uh, the screenwriting book by Sid Field, who says like the perfect length for a movie is 90 minutes. This movie's 88 minutes with credits, so I feel like they wrote a draft of the script that was like 57 minutes long, and they were like, oh, we need to get it to like 90 pages, and just kind of added more dialogue, you know what I mean? Because there's very little silence in the film. Yeah. Like, I'm trying to think, I can't think of a moment where it was just like a shot without somebody talking. The first Consequence came. Or a stare down. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah or, or or anything, or like when kind of the movie had a moment to breathe, so to speak. And so I think that's why it was kind of easy. While I'm sad that the movie wasn't better, it did kind of lose me in the entire middle. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like, you know, where I was kind of like, you know, thinking about, you know, what's in the refrigerator and, you know, if DoorDash has any deals, things like, you know, and that's things the test, like that. isn't it? That's the test for me in a movie. If I go to a theater sure. and I start thinking about, Oh man, I really want pizza right now. You've you've lost me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a good point, Jimmy. Because again, it's I was trying to have as good of an attitude, and again, I found myself like being able to understand what the movie wanted, mm -hmm. 
that being said, though, I think the this is going to sound weird, being that I just said the movie doesn't seem long enough. I think the Book of Daniel, it's weird, we, we got the DVD, so we're watching the behind the scenes. Multiple times, the director refers to the movie as Daniel in the Lion's Den. Multiple times, the director of this movie keeps saying, yeah. like, we're filming Daniel in the Lion's Den right now. So I wonder if it was like, we're doing a Daniel in the Lion's Den movie, and then they're like, that's not going to be long enough. Because, you know, part of me is like, I, do you just focus on one story? Do you just focus on... Because the four... But you totally or, could. This could be a quadrilogy yeah. if you really <laughs> try. Well, the four, the four king element was like, maybe the most one of the smarter choices that the movie made but there wasn't a lot of like it kind of felt like after the second king it was like well he was just kind of there he doesn't really count (laughs) you know what i mean like so it's i would have loved to have seen that explored more what was his rulership like and i think daniel in the lion's den gets the most because that's the story that we know the most Mm -hmm. but i mean i don't know i like i was thinking about it today and I was like, okay, if we had an unlimited budget and we got to bring the story of Daniel to life, what would you do? And I'm like, you know, to the wall, I think miniseries or even a two season show, because I would love, I've been watching, you know, the new Ninja Turtles and the and the new Spider-Verse and a lot of really cool animation. And I'm thinking about how there's all these like cool visions and it would be so cool to see those done in like an animation you know what or I mean? Or even the like, um, Cyrus talking about his growing up. Like, yeah. that could have been acted out. Yeah, that could have been, like, its own thing. Like, the Book of Daniel. And also, if you're doing the research into who Cyrus was and Josephus, I was like, man, there's really a lot. Like, I think what Dallas should do after The Chosen is come come and do Daniel. But do Daniel. really, I was like, the, the thing about Daniel, and Hannah, you brought up everything everywhere all at once, is, like, this idea that it the can Daniels. go... It the yeah the idea that it could go in between like now here's an animated section where it's one of the visions or something like mm-hmm. that it's just it unlocks my creative brain so much and again it, it's sad to see this movie that's kind of shackled by itself yeah Dallas dare to be a Daniel dare to be a Daniel wow. Dallas. <laughs> Wow. Sorry, I just really wanted to say that. <laughs> that was in there. It was is that in your notes must say? <laughs> I love that. We're gonna get in trouble with him now. He's gonna... Sorry, Dallas, we love your work. Uh, um can I, can I bring up Yes the elephant in the room? Sure. I unfortunately did some research. Tra- oh, no. Tragically I researched some things. How? Well, you mentioned that there was a woman director, and I remember that one of the writers had a uh kind of androgynous name. So I was like, oh, could be a female. Uh, No, it's actually the writer of God's Not, I God's Not Dead, God's Not Dead 4, We the People, God's Not Dead 2, and Unplanned. All, which I would deem as unhealthy, Those are the movies. bad ones. <laughs> so, but these were all written, those were all written after this movie. Is this so pre-God's like, Not Dead? Yeah, I think like a year. Like okay. I think God's Not Dead came out in That's 2014. That's right, it is. Yeah. And this was 2013. So this was wow. pretty shortly before the canon event of God's Not Dead entered our world. Um. <laughs> You're not kidding. I mean, <laughs> I, I, I mean, it had a huge impact. Like, it did. It did. I mean, goodness. So, I, I mean, I don't know what to do with that information other than just share it. But And now the woman who directed has gone on to be a producer on 
all of those movies I just named. Oh, really? Except for Unplanned. Um, well, well. So I wonder. Uh, well, goodness, I wonder then if like this movie didn't do well, and the lesson that they learned or that they think they learned was like, oh, louder. I guess we have to, yeah, louder. And again, I can't say that with any certainty other than the track record that follows, you know? Yeah, that's just a thought we threw this out. This movie didn't work because of atheists. <laughs> <laughs> we have to involve movie. the atheist. But Kevin Sorbo to... must be yeah. an yeah. atheist. He must be. Yeah. I, I, I mean, I think, I think the thing is that the movie is... I don't know if I would go as far as to call it unfocused because they do kind of lean into the king's element so well, but it is you you know what I mean like it 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 is like because Shadrach Misha okay okay let's get into let's get into the movie let's talk more about the movie Shadrach Meshach and Abednego as characters in the movie are not set up at all. And the thing is, is that they all have this, all four of them have the same personality, you mm-hmm. know? And that's the thing. When you're making a movie and you're trying to stretch it to that 90 minute mark, give them all characters. And again, like, you, they don't have to be like, you know, Larry, Curly, and Moe from the Three Stooges, but like, you know, give them each something so that we can tell them apart. I, again, yep. it was like just three people who are all the same person, you know? Mm-hmm. That's right. And Zach, on the Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego thing, uh, I tried to take notes during this movie, but uh, Maggie figured out how to draw today with my <laughs> well, my ah! pen on my iPad. So I just, when she did that, I just kind of gave it to her and said, you do your thing. So I took mental notes, but a big mental note <laughs> was I felt more scared for vegetables in a cartoon about to be thrown into a fire than I did for human beings. Mm-hmm. And I think, and I throw veggies in fire all the time. Yeah, that's right. Every every Roasted. stir fry. So yeah, they were. Yeah, Toasted. it was just no drama. Yeah, no, you know, no, no, no drama. Another thing too, not to switch stories, but um, you know, we talked a big game about like Veggie Tales doing Esther right when we we dived into Esther. Um, and Veggie Tales got the lion's den right of like it was a hole in the like a like the hole in the ground aspect. Yeah. That's what I mean. Um, like where like this kind of went, it was like a dungeon in a castle and they kept the door open way too long. Um, like <laughs> yeah, the lions could just lions escape, like, gone. Yeah. like <laughs> and kill everyone. Like, yeah. yeah. Well, Hannah, can you do a quick research on what the lion's den would have looked like? Cause once again, that was a, another mental it. note is I've always thought pit cause well, they say thrown into. So I imagine being thrown into a pit, but it, like a room because it was I was like dungeon I thought it was a whole like the vent like you said well I think that was probably budgetary gotcha I think the reason why I've always thought it was yeah budgetary the reason I've always thought it was a, a pit or something like that is because of the ending where it says let me find it right here um. Yeah, where it talks about, and the king commanded that those men who had maliciously accused Daniel were brought and cast into the den of lions, they, their children, and their wives. And before they reached the bottom of the den, the lions overpowered them and broke all their bones in pieces. Bottom, yeah. So that's why I always yeah. assumed that, but I mean, oh, yeah. I never... Because that would be like, in this scenario, it's like before their feet touch the ground or whatever, you yeah. know what I mean? And yeah, I, I mean... 
how do I want to say this? I do wish that they had leaned into it being the story of like, you know, how do we remain faithful to the Lord when, you know, we, when we feel like we can't or when we feel mm. the pressure, the pressure not to, you know, cause Shadrach, Meshach and Abednego, you know, I don't know. I, I would have liked to have seen shots of the town and all the people like just, just bowing down and just accepting this and just the idea of, well, we, we can't do it. Like, and just seeing the moral, not maybe not even the moral outrage, but just the moral confidence of, I know what's right. And I know what's wrong because I think in these movies, it's always so like, and they took a big stand and they said, you know, like, we're not going to do this. And I mean, in the Bible, you hear the story about like Elijah who goes and confronts Ahab and things like that. But this is, you know, Shadrach, Meshach and Abednego get told on. You know, mm-hmm. they get ratted out. And Daniel, when he's praying, he gets told on and ratted out. And so I think that there's that other side about, you know, I I don't know that I would go as far as to say, like, there's the gentle approach also to faith about, like, I'm just, I'm living out my faith and nothing's gonna, you know, make me do things that that are wrong and things that I see as evil, you know, but I'm still, you know, you read in the Bible where they're t- talking to the king and even before they're going to be killed, they're like, king, live forever. And y- you know what I mean? Like just these people who are still like, you know, respectful and who are, you know, honorable, but they won't do what's wrong. I-, I don't know. That was just so I wish we had spent time like thinking about those characters in that way, you know? Mm-hmm. So my research brought me to a couple different articles that I skimmed. Um, and. It's probably a happy medium. So mm. what I read was that this area of which they believe was like the palace in Babylon um, was naturally flat. So there wouldn't have been many uh, caverns. So sure. they believe it mm. was a man-made den. However, it was built like a pit in the palace. So I'm assuming like the very bottom. Like an indoor built pool. Up. Yeah. So like it had high walls. So I'm assuming like. Think of like the first floor is the bottom of the room and like the fourth floor is where the door is so that the lions couldn't get out. They throw the lions in there. Right. Because that's the thing. Like you go to a zoo and you see lions. There's a moat around. They're powerful animals. Because. They don't call them the king of the jungle for nothing. Yeah. Like, you know, there has to be some safety measures. And I'm sure they probably figured it out back then, too. You know, like. <laughs> so. Um, I'm. Yeah. It, it, it was like a down. Yeah. Room. Like he yeah. would he would have been thrown down there. Uh, mm-hmm. at least a couple stories is my guess. Goodness, another version of the story that I'm thinking about is the greatest adventure stories from the Bible. Uh where they just have a simple thing at the beginning where Margot, Derek, and Moki are traveling and with like this circus and they're like, Oh, this lion's out of control. Like, we can't get this lion to settle down. Let's just sell it to the lion's den. You know, so that way you're like scared of that lion. And then there's like, oh, no, there's more. So that that way, like there's extra added stakes. You know what? That's the other thing with this movie. Like there's no stakes and there should be. And there really should be like the idea about like three dudes are about to be thrown into the fire and, and die. The like, hottest. The hottest fire the hottest that like fire. has kills the, the guards who are making. Yeah. Exactly. So like, okay, well, these guys are are toast. Also, was it just me or did no one react when the fourth showed up? Like they were just, it was so like, 
Whoa. There is one like them. One who's da. face. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah, I was yeah. like, I'm sorry. You that would like that gets the that also gets the king to change his mind and yeah. to like, you know, for a moment declare, you know, that will only praise that god. I mean, granted, Nebuchadnezzar kind of forgets his way later and has to you know, spend a lot of time in the wilderness, but it's there. Was he the one who who said stuff? Because if we could go back to Nebuchadnezzar, it yeah. was they spend this, the most time with him, almost half yes. of the movie. Yeah, and it it's I don't know, is it a direction there. thing or did this just set the pace of the movie for me? It felt like every line was delivered the same, almost like it's a secret yes. and the same cadence. So is he kind of like, look, there is another. Yeah. <laughs> But but then you meet Belshazzar, who's a way better actor. Mm-hmm. Feels a little dangerous. Yeah, ex- yeah, yeah. Feels like that kind of king. Whereas the other guy felt like the production designer is on set, and we don't have someone who could play Nebuchadnezzar. All right, come on, Jim, you're in. But you know, and Angelica Houston was in the movie. <laughs> <laughs> I thought Belshazzar's. Uh, but what is it? Belta. Uh, Belshazzar. Yeah. I think, yeah. Uh the the woman playing his wife, girlfriend, something advisor. mistress, <laughs> concubine, like um looked like Angelica Houston. Yeah. And it's spooky season, so we can watch the Adams family soon. There we go. Woo! Uh before we move on to manners, is there anything else that we kind of want to say about the movie in general or Yeah. Um yeah, it, like we said in the beginning, if we're if we're coming full circle, this isn't. I'll save that for manners, but there, there is some good in there. Like you said, it's not entertaining, but it is good. Mm-hmm. So you know, this isn't. It's not like this movie, but I can. I I remember the two big movies of the summer since we're kind of getting back to school: Oppenheimer and Barbie. Right? Barbie is entertaining from start to finish entertaining movie and very good right oppenheimer isn't entertaining but engaging this was lacking the in the engagement part it felt almost like a play a a sporadic play like we said the going back and forth was kind of robbed it a little bit in the beginning but it pays off in the end but it felt like a series i didn't feel for at least the first half of the movie even into the second king i felt like i was watching a series of scenes not a movie in the if that makes sense so in that there are some great scenes i like the three guys who try to tattle on daniel i think they're entertaining and that you could have cool. did like six minutes of them plotting and just riffing on each other because they were they were fun but also yeah. not over the top they they fit the thing and they were engaging in that entertainment. well the, they were fun and then what if the other shoe dropped and they were scary you know what i mean like yeah. that's the thing they were ne- it's like these guys wield enough power to convince the king to to do this you know what i mean like so mm-hmm. that's the thing all the characters felt very one note mm-hmm. which you know which which and i feel like we've kind of beaten that point you know a lot except for cyrus who feels like threatening but also like kind of charming mm-hmm. yeah i mean gosh i don't know yeah well folks it's about that time where we're going to use our manners just like when they offered you more popcorners at a youth group when i offer you more <laughs> and jimmy has left the chat. i like popcorners i like popcorners too um are those I'm a spicy so queso 
Those so, are my favorite. Friends. Uh, so you know how Zach always jokes in the uh, in the manners. He's like, who wants some stale graham crackers that expired three <laughs> months ago? Who wants some Teddy grams that are a little bit expired or almost at the date? I have to you a true Godfellas. This was unplanned. I have in my hand some donated popcorners that expired. The date of recording is September 7th. These expired the 1st of August, 2023. Wow. So this Woo! is when you're thinking when it's manners time, this is the snacks that we are talking about. They exist. And it's crazy that you said popcorners because we have them here. Freshly that expired. That is crazy. Mm. Just like when they offered you more popcorners that expired a month ago at at your church's barbecue or or whatever when i offer you more of the book of daniel i'd like for you to give me a yes please or a no thank you so you know jimmy being that you actually have the the bag of popcorners i'm i'd love to hear your thoughts oh boy zach this is i know i really love to go into these metaphors and talk about the food and how it how it changes <laughs> And I try to stay on topic. I don't think I could do it because I was going to use a salad as a thing. I'll do it with popcorners. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> All right. So um, I have with me spicy queso popcorners, which are a little bit more jazzed up with the spicy queso. So it's still a popcorner and there's a little bit of spice on it. And then also in the box, I won't run and do the whole sh- song and dance again about the popcorners, but there are just plain like butter popcorners, right? Which are still very good. Uh, with a movie like Daniel, and anytime we watch a biblical movie, we always are, I don't know about you, but I always kind of hold my breath like, are you going to go off on a tangent? Is, are you going to color someone's understanding of the story in a, in a damaging way or just go off script and people will take that as truth? The only thing that this movie does with that is doing it from the Cyrus angle, but we have, you know, we can be led to believe through history and stuff that that's a possibility it's it's not i don't think it's harmful or even untrue or bad to do but daniel is like the just plain popcorners there's they're good they are fairly good for you as a snack 130 calories per bag popcorners you can sponsor an episode uh but they're also a little lacking they're a little one note every chip is the same now you take that and I think I think it's still a very good thing and I would I would eat them again and the danger would be making a popcorners that's doing too much like we've talked about like a Samson or something that is totally not even like a popcorner anymore where you're adding just things that don't go together like jelly jalapeno ham brownie popcorners right it's kind of like a hodgepodge it doesn't know what it is this movie knew what it is it wasn't engaging, but it was good. If you eat popcorners, just plain popcorners, you will you might not be thinking about them all day, but you will be nourished. And I can think of many Bible stories that I've read that I can't necessarily remember, but nourished me. I can think of many books that I've read that I might not remember every word, but nourished me. Many sermons that I've read that I've I've read or heard that I don't necessarily remember, but nourished me. I don't think I will necessarily remember this movie, like you said you didn't, but did it nourish me? I think it did. So I would Ooh. say yes, please. That's a good point. All right. Well, Hannah, the box is coming to you. What do you say? Um. Listen, production team, I admire your work. You did something I could never do. I could never make a movie 
And that's something you should be really proud of. And even 10 years later, people are watching it. It's streaming. That's great. That's so good. You can buy it at Barnes & Noble still? Yeah. Um, it's a little too boring for me. So, no thank you. Hmm. Now it comes back to me. And it's weird because now, for the first time in the history of the show, I'm thinking about the listener and what they're going to do with this yes, please, or no, thank you. And, you know, all I see in my head is the person who's going to watch this movie based on my yes, please, you know, and go, what is he talking about? <laughs> you know what I mean? Because I want to say this yes, please. This guy is a fraud. Well, I want to say yes, God's please. God's not real because this movie was bad. <laughs> well, well, no, but I mean, you know, I, I think I'm thinking, I think I chose Popcorners because it's a snack that, no, it's not really like popcorn, and no, it's not really like chips, and no, it's not really like rice cakes. It's like really its own kind of thing, and it's not, again, it's not super flavorful, but if you're looking for something, it's like, yeah, this will do, and that's, I mean, I feel like with this movie, it'll do, but at the same time, though, I see... I see someone like watching this in the fellowship hall and checking out and being bored and not giving it the amount of thought that we're going to give it. Cause now like if I'm being honest with myself, if I were just watching this and I weren't watching it for the podcast, I don't think I'd be making all these points. I think I would, I would just walk away and be like, yeah, it was a boring movie. That wasn't very good, you know, and not giving it the benefit of the doubt here and there, because I don't think, again, I think we've kind of hit on, it's not quite engaging enough to, get you to you know go the extra mile and yeah that's again if i didn't have to watch this movie again i don't think that i would have and if i weren't if i didn't have to come in and talk about how i felt about it i don't think i would have given it that much thought so even though i like that the movie doesn't try so hard to put its own opinion in there at the same time there's that kind of level of where where was the passion behind the camera? Where was the, you know, excitement about telling the story? Where was, you know, like I don't where's the joy it, from the, you know, the people who want to who want to tell the story about Daniel, which is such a cool, awesome story that we that we all know. Yeah, I don't know. Thinking about it now, even though I I guess I I kind of admire some elements of the film, if you're saying I could have a bag of Doritos, which is the chosen or, you know, even like a 10 commandments or something like that, I, I think I'm going to have to go with that. So for that reason, I think I, unfortunately, I'm going to have to say no, thank you. Games are games. Game! Are. <laughs> I didn't know there was a game. <laughs> I know. I forgot to send an out an outline. Um, oh yeah. Can you put in um the do 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 Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Do, 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 do. You can keep me saying that in the episode, I don't mind. Sure. Um Welcome class to the first day of English. Today we will be looking at different famous literature quotes and Bible quotes and trying to decide which is which. So I will read a quote, and you will guess if it's from a book or from the good book. Now, Zachary James Godfellas and Jimmy James Godfellas 
Are you ready? <laughs> yes. Wait, yeah. I'm only ready if we get to know your teacher name. I don't know. <laughs> My name is... Wait. That's just your name. Mrs. Marianne Pig Sniffle. I'm sure no one ever writes that on the board. <laughs> and don't call me Mrs. P, because P is disgusting. Have some decorum in my classroom <laughs> at the Godfellas Academy. Oh, boy. Right, that's, that's Wait, spin-off. why am I in the class then? Why am I not like on. How dare you question Mrs. Pig Sniffle? I'm sorry. Why am I not on faculty? Okay. All right. Ooh, that's the stakes. Those are the stakes of the game. Zach, <gasps> we are auditioning. We are a co-teaching team. And if we fail Mrs. Pig Sniffle's test, we cannot be teachers at the Godfellas Academy. If we pass, we get to be teachers. I edit and distribute this show. I think No, we'll do that. Yes. Okay. <laughs> I feel like I get an extra point, though, because, you know, of all the things I just mentioned. But. I definitely. If we accidentally... lose, we don't put the episode out. <laughs> there we go. Okay. All right. Here we go. Okay. First quote. You want to work as a team? I'm assuming we're working as a team. Oh, yeah. Let's do it. All right. Always okay. a team. First quote. Again, tell me if it's from a book or from the Bible. Go to the ant, oh sluggard. Consider her ways and be wise. Bible. I did it. Yeah. It's it's in Proverbs. I thought that's what I was thinking. Yeah. And then he talks about it again. Yeah. Sluggard gave it away. Yeah. That is Proverbs 6.6. 6. Yeah. Nice. Great. Ooh. I'm on the right team today. You're on God's team today. Amen. Amen. Okay. Next one. I have one. to edit that out. Why? <laughs> Why does that have to go out? This is all I need is like someone just being like, you think you're God? I'm just joking. Okay. Hey, God's if team. you think, if you that's think, true. If you thought that was offensive, it's just a joke. Okay. And I'm sure God finds it funny, too. I hope. Anyway, (laughs) question number two. pig sniffle. (laughs) Like a dog that returns to his vomit is a fool who repeats his folly. I feel like that's a proverb, too. I've heard the dog returning to the vomit. I'm pretty confident, Zach. What are your thoughts? Folly kind of made me wonder. Maybe not, but... Yeah, if it's, you feel good, if you feel good about oh, like, it, super then, good. Yeah, I, very. Because I think I feel like, like Hannah tried to. Vomit. I feel like Hannah tried to throw us off by having something so no, jarring. It's, but, it's in yeah, there. That's a good point. Yeah, or if not, there's something that's very similar. Dog returning to the vomit. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I feel like it's Proverbs that again. That is Proverbs twenty six eleven. What if Woo! they're all Proverbs? <laughs> they are all Proverbs. Hey. Okay. Thank you, Hunter and the Daily Radio Bible Podcast for... Woo! Hunter, you're ruining my game! (laughs) You make make the Bible engaging. Hunter Barnes? Yeah. Shout out to Hunter Barnes. I saw him do the Gospel of Mark. Hey, uh, Hunter, if you're listening, we'd love to have you on our show. Could you? I would cry. I'll reach out to him. Hunter Barnes, who I've never met in person, has been doing this lovely podcast for years, um, right? I mean, he's been repeating it for years, of just reading through the Bible, different uh, Bible selections every day for you to listen to the Bible in a year, um, or just listen every day, depending at your Mm -hmm. pace. I mean, like, uh, Or if you're like me, maybe sometimes three because you fell off, but yeah. (laughs) 
Sure. So we'll link that. We can link yeah. that in the show notes, right? Yeah, definitely. Oh, definitely. Thank definitely you, Hunter, do. for what you do. And Hunter, if you're listening, if come you're listening. on the show. Okay. Next, next one. Be good. Be young. Be true. Evil is nothing but vanity. Let us have the pride of good. And above all, let us not despair. The pride of good and the only evil is vanity feel, I don't know, there's something about those that makes me feel like this is classic literature. But mm-hmm. it's, I also am trying to, I'm trying to play the games are and not the game. Yeah, that's the danger. So I, I feel like. I don't recognize it, it. Me neither. So, but I feel like, is that like Hannah picked an interesting translation? Oh yeah, and, pride of good. You, what is good? You know what I mean? But mm-hmm. I'm going to go with classic literature mm-hmm. on this one. Oh, gosh. I've never been so nervous to be wrong. I'm with you, Zach. I know. Yeah. <laughs> in my if, life. If we're wrong, we're not Christian. <laughs> no. If we're All wrong, right. we just don't teach at the academy. Yeah. That is from The Lady of Cam- Camilla. It's a <sighs> French book by Alexandra <sighs> Dumas-Fee. Good. Yeah. There was that thing about like the only evil is vanity. I was like, I feel like that would have been. If that was just the quote, it could be. Yeah, but still, I was like, yeah, the only. I was like, what about like sin and things? You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? Like, let's get into that. Yeah. All right. Good job here, three. Who? How many questions? Here's. I don't want to know how many questions because I don't want to feel like we're on a roll or whatever. Now here's another thing I'm thinking about. What if Hannah like steals something King Herod said? And so I'm also going to be thinking like that too about like it's not just like a scripture verse, but it could be like something that a bad person in the Bible. Yeah, said. like and the dude yeah. who falls over so that might, by worms and axe. Yeah, that might be worth thinking about. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Good. Good. I like that strategy. Well, strategy. here's the next one. Strategy. <laughs> Those who know do not speak. Those who speak do not know. <sighs> One more time, those who know do not speak. Those who speak do not know. Mm-hmm. It, it does feel proverbsy, but it also But here's the thing, though. I feel, like, I feel like those is maybe a little too vague. Yeah. Like, I feel like it would be like, the fool does yeah. this, or like, the mm-hmm. wise man the does wise this. Man does you know this. what I mean? Though that, that's a good key. It's always the wise man. Right. I, yeah. I feel like that would be in there. So I'm going to go... Yeah classic I'm, I'm on your team this is from she's smiling Tao Te Xing which is a uh, book by Lao Shu I forgive my pronunciation yeah. I do not speak um yeah but it's proverbsy, so it is proverbsy. Right, it's a right. proverb, yeah. just not yeah. the. Proverb. And I'm not even saying I disagree. Proverbs. I'm just saying I yep. feel like biblical. There would be like some no, type it's not of from the Bible. comparison yeah. of person. Yeah. All right. All right. <laughs> Next one. Next one. There is more beauty in truth, even if it is dreadful beauty. No. No. Zach. Yeah, we both no. nodded. No. Yeah. No. 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 Dreadful beauty. That is from East of Eden by John Steinbeck. Boom! <laughs> yeah. Boom! Woo! Remember that one game we played where we didn't know any books? Uh-huh. <laughs> Look at uh-huh. us redeeming ourselves. Checkmate. Checkmate All right. books. Next one. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that really got me. <laughs> All right. I don't need no education. All right. Next one. Yes. The Crucible 
is for silver, and the furnace is for gold. I don't know, but I know the ants and all the other stuff. What would the what would the meaning behind that be? I don't. I I don't even know. Yeah, is silver because it could be if it is biblical, it could be like the silver right. might be a certain nation or a certain quality of something. The gold. Oh, that's a good point. Remember, I'm trying to play. I'm trying to play the games are again though. Yeah. And I'm like, what do you mean would, by that? Well, I'm like, would she put four? Yeah, and then two and two. I always yeah. randomize. Okay, that's that's street. fair. Yeah, so you get four randoms in a row. Yeah, I don't think it's. Chance. I don't think it's the Bible, but I'm just saying, if it was, I could see it being that way. But I don't think that it's the crucible is throwing me off. Yeah, but I mean, again, that could be the translation, or just like something man i don't know i feel like and it could be psalmsy like somewhere it in, could be and like oh downcast is my heart the crucible is for the silver but the furnace is for the gold and yield right. my refuge well, and strength let's say bible are we yeah if it's there yes. if it's there it's it's if it, it's psalms or proverbs it has to yes. be yes yeah okay. or lamentations like isaiah or lamentations yeah. yeah it's in the in that last yeah yeah let's hold your breath there's a frown it's from proverbs 17 (laughs) the rest of the phrase is and the lord tests the heart crucible was a good crucible was a good one Uh yeah our logic was sound like if it is something it has to be there right right all right last one are we ready yes the last one there's so much pressure. I hope this is like an easy one. For God so loved the world. <laughs> In the beginning. No. Okay. Um, <laughs> beware. For I am fearless and therefore powerful. I don't. I don't think. But it could be a bad guy like you said. Yeah. Like. Yeah. But I don't think any. Who Who are some bad guys? What well, do they I, say? Can I say Hannah different? just read the book of Job. So I'm wondering if, like, you know what I mean? That's something that somebody said in that book or not. I also feel like I also feel like a lot of them were classic literature for a stretch there. Mm -hmm. So again, that's like me using my brain. Can you Mm -hmm. read it one more time, please? Beware, for I am fearless and therefore powerful. Beware has got me thinking. Yeah. No. It it is, and the, therefore I am fearless. Therefore, uh, powerful. This is not a command from the Lord. It would have to be, like you said, like a job, like a, a or a, a misleading thing, or one of the bad guys saying anything, which right. I can't recall. Yeah. I don't think it is, man. This is our accreditation on the line. I feel tenure. like we would. I feel like we would hear that verse out of context more. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Were, that's, you know what I mean. Like a, I feel like yeah, super big T-shirt. One more time, uh, beware, I'm fearless, therefore I am powerful. Because there's so many shirts that say, fear, like... fear the Lord. So, yeah. fearless totally? Fear yeah, so Lord. I feel like if that were, like, an actual, like, you know what I mean? That we would see people misquoting it more often. So I'm going to go classic literature. Yeah, I'm on Zach's team. It's actually a quote by Goliath. Is it oh, really? It would be him. Oh, no, it's so... not. It's from Frankenstein oh, by Mary Shelley. Oh, 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 girl writer, girl. 
Girl Rider. We did it. We did <laughs> it. Saved. We got the we perfect score. Take that. He got me with a Goliath because, yeah, he could be like, you dirty dogs. I I don't need you. I'm fearless. And that's my. Yeah, that's where I'm even, powerful. Even so, I was like, that'd be like, like, even though Goliath does is like, I'll it's like carve your. It would your... be in the story. Yeah, but even yeah. him like saying like the like I'll carve you you know you up and all the things that he does say I was like I feel like him saying like yelling to David beware oh, yeah, I'm beware. fearless because it's the thing like I don't think he he's was like oh David's yeah it's not like oh <laughs> David thinks he's I'm scared of him you know what I mean <laughs> like that so yeah, yeah. It's, yeah it wouldn't make sense for Goliath to, yeah because <laughs> yeah. fear is his tool not being unafraid so mm-hmm. yeah nice yeah, my cool. heart woo. That was yeah. tense, man. Yeah. What class do we teach? Uh, music. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> In conclusion, folks, you know what? Book of Daniel, you've heard our thoughts. So I'm going to say now it's up to you. If you have been swayed to maybe give it a shot, cool. And if not, you know, I would recommend reading the book of Daniel because it's, I mean, you know, it's got some beautiful truths. It's got many beautiful truths. And a great book and i mean there's just such powerful imagery in it and i would if you haven't read it in a while i would definitely recommend uh picking it up and giving that one a go uh, and also you know just so glad to be back with uh with jimmy and with hannah doing the podcast uh i would like to get the plugs started and i'd like to plug the uh the salvation army in tiffin ohio listen they are some hard-working people there and like listen i'm not i'm not like just doing a bit like Jimmy and his wife work so hard and you know I know that there's pastors who you know wouldn't put in the time and the effort that they do to dedicate you know doing quality programs there's a lot of people who would be happy to just do like something lackluster and like pretty good but Jimmy and his wife pursue excellence so that everybody can feel loved and appreciated and cared for so if you're in the Ohio area or you just want to check out what they're doing on Facebook, um, definitely the Salvation Army of Tiffin, Ohio is a wonderful, beautiful place with wonderful, beautiful people. Uh, Jimmy, do you have anything you would like to plug? Yes. Thank you. Thank you for that plug. And if you are listening in Tiffin, Ohio, I don't think we've sent anything defaming. So I mean, there's nothing. <laughs> there are no, no redactions, nothing to be said. Yeah, it's been fun. Uh, I, I like we said in the beginning, plugging the uh, Honey Initiative, uh, friends. I don't know if it'll be released yet, but I got a tasty little ear treat the other night of a of a song that I thought was done in a studio, and it was done in kind of a studio, done in a bedroom, and it right was here. Yeah, and it is catchy, and it spoke to my heart, and it was blessed, and I listened to it on speakerphone. And Maggie looked at the phone the whole time, which means she likes something if it has her attention. Aww. So she said, oh, that's Uncle Zach and Aunt Hannah. I love them. Now you could you could hear it. So she loves it. Oh. If Maggie loves it, you'll love it. And then, like we said early in or in the middle of our episode or at the game, I forget when we said it. But um, uh, plug in Daily Radio Bible Podcast with Hunter Barnes yes. and is and Heather. And it's a, it's a great time. I've been listening Mostly on sometimes off since about 2015, I think is when we started doing it during the summer with cast. I don't know, or the, maybe the year after something like that. So, you know, eight ish years, I don't know how long they've been doing it. Not from the beginning, but a pretty long time. And it's really good. There's always a devotional thought at the end. And 
if you once again if you listen to it you've listened to the bible so these stories and these quotes like we said sluggard all that stuff maybe you too can teach at the godfellas academy someday <laughs> maybe uh, and hannah anything you would like to plug nope i don't well, think i don't know well we're also on instagram and we're on um you can email us we'll put that in the show notes yep at godfellas the pod at the honey initiative but until next time i've been mr zach I've been Miss Hannah. And I've been Mr. Jimmy. Well, the adventure is over. We're all heading home. But I hope that you know, friends, you're never